hate so much. You are a bitch. You ran and put on that half of the necklace because you know. Where's your half of the necklace? You just ran and put it on. Where is your And I know exactly what happened. When we were in the bathroom, you saw it on the bar still, and you were like, I'm going to fucking put it on so I could, like, say something. <laughs> no, that's exactly. I just wanted to say You were gaslighting me. You literally go out of your way to gaslight me every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who no, was, was this the other day that you were you were seriously gaslighting someone and I was like, Drew. But I don't remember who it was. It was probably <laughs> you. I mean I literally gaslight everybody in my No, life. it was it was like someone else. It was like Christian or something. But you were like fully <laughs> Christian was like, You did this. And you were like, Are you kidding me? And you like actually started gaslighting <laughs> him and I was like, Drew. No, that's me. That's me as a person I gaslight <laughs> and I actually Practice what I preach. We've gaslit our followers into enjoy being gaslit because someone made a comment <laughs> where I was like, I just don't feel like they're gaslighting us as much as in the last episode. Wow. Like, and like as if it was missed. Um, speaking of comments though, I, <laughs> I posted a TikTok and someone was like, <laughs> like, why do you think, bitch? Like someone said, okay, why wasn't Enya invited to the Met Gala? <laughs> bitch, why the fuck do you think? Like... I, I think it's beautiful that our followers like ride for us like ride that. for us like that. But and I'm not saying this as of like tell me I'm important, but like we are not important. No, literally, I've been struggling with that so much more recently. Um, yeah, especially the past week. Yeah, like I genuinely mean nothing to no one. Yeah, which like I shouldn't I shouldn't base my importance on that at all. But like I do. Point blank period, I do. And there's no there's no changing that. And yeah, I'm just unimportant to the industry, which Yeah, I guess feels let's good. let's re like phrase that. It's not that we're not important. Like I know that for you guys we are important and obviously like it's one of the reasons I keep fucking doing what I do is exactly. because I know that like I I'm not super insecure. Like I do have confidence where I'm like I think what me and Drew provide for like the internet and especially the influencer safe space is safe space, especially for the influencer space is very important. But yeah, mm -hmm. to the industry, we might as well. They fucking don't fall give over a <laughs> shit about us. Literally, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. And I was I was telling you this morning. I was like, like I know in my entire life, with every fiber of my being, I will never ever be invited to the Met Gala. Like <laughs> it's just not in my cards. Like I don't I don't have that look. I don't have that energy to give. Like I'm not made for the red carpet. Whatever. But like I was like I was having FOMO. I was like, how fun would it be if I like got dressed by someone I know watching that it I was me. like stop wait we need to like go out to a really nice dinner or something so I have an excuse to put on like my best dress and like get all like prettied up we should hire a um what are they called a dresser um a stylist yeah <laughs> <laughs> we should hire a stylist for a day to style us in that really really good weird. oh uh, I, I outfits. guess I can think of a few stylists and I'm like I want you to put me in clothes because yeah. like you're good at what you do mm -hmm. like uh, the girls who dressed us for Mark, the Mark shoot, yeah, they are awesome. They knew Chloe what they were doing. Chloe, I I don't remember their names, but they are awesome. Like everyone they dress, I'm like, wow, like you're you do a good job of like looking at the person mm -hmm. and being like, 
Yes, this is what you would wear. I can't stand a fucking stylist who's like, yeah, here's your fucking bingo bongo fit. Like, and it has nothing <laughs> it to do with- It doesn't fit. It's gross. It's grumbly. Or like a stylist who is just like, all right, here's your like jeans and t-shirt. You slay. Bye. Slay. But I guess like some people want that. So who yeah, am I? Some people want to be normcore. Um, but you being like, doesn't it look so fun to just like get dressed is- Literally, like, yesterday, I went into looking at the Met Gala. I've never watched the Met Gala in my fucking life, but mm -hmm. I literally watched it because Addison Rae and Emma were going, and I, like, desperately... I was like, I need to know what they're wearing. I need I, like, to know. I, like, obviously... I, like, knew Emma would serve, and she, like, looked beautiful, and everyone... Honestly, everyone looked beautiful. Everyone like, gave. Everyone gave. <laughs> I wish they didn't put addison in a wig or i don't know if they actually cut her hair like that i couldn't tell but like regardless i was like watching it and i was like who the fuck am i to sit here and be like you eating, <laughs> you eating cheetos in your bed being like oh why are they dressed like this yeah i was like and everyone does just look fucking good everyone serves and yeah. you do have to take into account like yes of i understand the like historical importance of the met gala but at the end of the day like socially what the fuck is it it's no. like it's a party we are literally tuning in to watch celebrities walk down the hall in an <laughs> outfit to go into a museum in an outfit and take pictures and then most of them go and change into a different outfit so they could go to yeah, a fucking party they anyway put their like, eggs on. it is actually the weirdest thing when i was watching it i was like i'm literally watching myself be not invited and be so unimportant. How you hate from uh, outside the club if you can't even get in? I can't even get on the carpet outside of the club. <laughs> like that, that's what the Met Gala is. It's like all of us watching and being like... This outfit sucks. This gives. <laughs> this slays. Uh, honestly, like everyone looked good though. I was like, yeah. all of y'all look like you smell good. Yeah, it's, it was like a weird theme. In my head, I was like, what would I do? Like people did old Hollywood. Like Billy did old Hollywood. Billy Meg gave. did old Hollywood. Yeah, Billy literally looked like a fucking disney character mm. um but like in a good way like looked like a princess she looks like a disney adult in a bad way derogatory <laughs> disney disney adult derogatory no bitch she turned it look like it was awesome yeah meg's meg's look was also like slaying um looked good was giving old hollywood like i think that's like what a lot of people were doing dude barbie Barbara mm. for, for I can never say her fucking name. <laughs> never in my life. I'm always like Barbie, Barbara, Barrera, Ferrera. Like I Ferrera Roche. I do not I don't know why I don't know her name. I think it's just Barbie. Yeah, I think it's Barbie. Okay, she looked good. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like refusing to say it. I, I Anytime I talk about celebrities, I get really fucking uncomfortable and scared because I'm like... They're going to hear this. They're going to hear this and attack not even, us. Not even they're going to hear this. I'm like, I've, I used to be a big shit talker. So now I'm like scared anytime I say anyone's name because I'm like, <laughs> I used to be someone who didn't have a therapist and would like go on weird tangents, but I'm a changed woman now. So shut She's the fuck up. She's grown up. Um... Yara, I, I don't know anyone's name. I'm like literally trying to like find their name. I just in know my the head. dress they wore. Yeah, I just know the dresses everyone wore, but like there were certain girls who were giving. Like everyone looked good, but certain yeah. girls I was like, oh, I want to wear that. <laughs> I saw I saw a TikTok <laughs> last night that was so funny. It was like, I swear to God, Camila Cabello and James <laughs> Corden or whatever his fucking name is saw like an a Hollywood executive commit like a gnarly murder or crime and they were just given careers after that because like <laughs> they give nothing ever. But like Camilla, like you have to like, to be the best, I mean, to be on top of the world the way she is, like she has to be making something appealing to somebody like the masses. So she's good at that. But like, I'm gonna admit, I like kind of like her new song. I love her new song. Da, 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 
Don't go yet. Oh, Normani looked so fucking good. Normani is one of the sexiest women to ever walk the fucking face of this earth. And her, actually, now we can transition to the VMAs. We're becoming the fucking <laughs> BuzzFeed. Oh my God. We're literally just. <laughs> we're like, we're being ultra, like, ah, TV. TV, TV, We just had the most, like, teenager week of my life that yeah. I've had. Like, to, I, I literally sat in the car. I was like, I can't remember the last time I gave the, a fuck about the VMAs, but I think I, since I had such bad FOMO, yeah. and I never get FOMO. And you're like, like the last person to get FOMO. I couldn't she, give a fuck what anyone's doing. Yeah. Like, I always have FOMO. I, literally, if my friends hang out without me, like I will jump off a bridge. Like I don't <laughs> care. Like I will write them in my suicide letter, but not actually. You don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> no i'm actually gonna fucking kill myself but like it's chill like um but you know what it is i think because now like because of the past year of my like new burning love for new york the fact that it was all happening in new york is what like made it fomo for me is because i'm like this is like us i one i just left and everyone then everyone got there Mm -hmm. so like it was like breaking my heart because i was like dude i like could have been like Hanging out with like a bunch of people I know in a city I fucking love. Yeah. Um. So that was one, and then like I just like love that city, and I like want to move there at some point. So I'm just like watching everyone like run around and have fun and do all these things, and then I got FOMO, but it was really weird because I never got it, and it was like making me really upset because I was like, I could never give a fuck what anyone's doing, but I think that's specifically when it's in LA because I'm like. That's embarrassing. Like, why are you running around? I'm like, why are you running around? And then New York is like, you're supposed to run around. So seeing everyone run around, I was like, I want to put on an outfit and go outside. Running around. NYC, like a little cat. Um, like a little cat. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I was like, I I don't remember the last time I cared about the VMAs, and then we got home and I literally like watched everything. I was like, why am I not there again? (laughs) Why are we not at the VMAs? We should be at the VMAs. The VMAs is like weirdly embarrassing. <laughs> I don't want to go. I don't want to go, it's but like, I want to be invited no, so I can deny yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like embarrassing to not be invited to the VMAs. Like, <laughs> like I feel like at this point, MTV is like, yeah, you're like, Yeah, whoever, whoever, whoever. Y'all just please put it on your stories so we get ratings. Like, please, please, yeah. please, please, please. But like the fact, I'm like, I'm like, why wasn't I there? Like specifically because everyone was there like yeah that was it i just couldn't give a fuck but i did watch all the performances and like first of all this is wait before we get into the vmas can we just say what we did instead of being at the vmas oh okay so literally (laughs) we are fucking actually weirdos like i like all of our friends all of our like acquaintances were like in new york at the vmas like having a blast at fashion week just like turning up, turning looks, like just living an influencer lifestyle. And me and Inya were literally at a fucking reptile convention, <laughs> like a reptile convention looking at lizards and snakes all day. Literally, someone and I wouldn't was, have changed it for the world. Someone was like getting glam done and we were like driving an hour to fucking Anaheim <laughs> to go to a convention. And while somebody was walking the carpet, I was literally holding a fucking skink. Which I genuinely wouldn't change for the world. Yeah, no, it was the most fun thing I've ever it done in my life. It was fantastic. Um, I touched so many like animals i genuinely found my people like those are my people and like one day when all is said and done and i get and my whole career is ended somehow 
Um, maybe you it, can go back there. I can go back to the convention and raise my lizards. Uh, you know what I just realized? Like us being here, like being like, we're not important to the industry, blah, 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 blah. And then like, I know our followers are like, y'all are like, are important. We love you, bitch. We saw some of y'all at the convention. That's why you think we're important. Because <laughs> some of you motherfuckers are the freaks who are going there Y'all with are us. the weirdos too. So, but that, that's okay. We cornered the weirdos of the internet. We're just different. We're the We're all flowers. different. We're, we're all different. We're the popular loners. Everyone knows us, but we don't want to associate. I like do so badly. Like I'm, I'm like, please, I'm like, okay, I'm like 23 be, and I'm over being a loser. Like I, I be want to be important. I know. We'll get it this year. Don't go yet. Oh, hey, 2020 hey. was supposed to be our year. You know you what it that? is? It's because I'm like, as much as I'm a fucking bitter hater, piece of shit, bitch. I, I feel myself kind of shedding that a little bit and like, being like, you know what, I, I really am like replacing the part of me that cringes um, with the part of me that is cringy. Like I'm letting mm. go of being cringed and I want to be cringy. Yeah. I just want to have fun. Like, like I said in the last episode, the world is ending. It's time for me to have fun. I don't have any more time to hate. I've spent my whole life hating and now I want to have fun. Invite me. And Please. they're not gonna. Because we literally just like, we're like... Y'all are fucking inviting any, everyone anyway because you don't get fucking ready. <laughs> We're just bitter. We're just bitter. Like, please invite us. Please, please, please invite us. Because I know one motherfucker. You know what it is? I know one motherfucker from MVT. 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 <laughs> M- MTV is listening to this right now. No. Bitch, I know you hear me. I'm looking at you in the fucking eyes. They're like, I'm literally a free intern. Like, I can't Send do us out. Oh. You can't even see him. Drew's prank is that he got her. Drew's pr- I have such a bad time with animals. Like, I fully... I give them the gender I want them to have. Like, that I feel from them. Because they can't her. speak it. She's so fucking alive, it's actually weird. I hate it. Come on. You have to take her up to the camera. It literally looks like you're playing with fucking lint. Um. And then everybody listening can't see what you're doing. Oh, actually, the funniest story about... This you can't see her. Like why is it not focused? You have to do like the yeah, like the beauty girls. Oh my god, you're pissing me off the way you can't figure this out. No, it, it's working. So there's my spiny man. <laughs> so here's my spiny mantis. Her name is Goji. Um, she's in her second stage evolution. One day this week I'll wake up and she will be a beautiful spiny flower mantis, fully mature. Um, we have like a, we've already built like an awesome relationship. Like we love each other and I think she recognizes me She's a bug. and she knows me and I give her her food and she loves me. And yeah, that's my story. That's my mantis. Um, but our friend Tavia got the same like <gasps> kind of mantis. She hit me. She put my, she, she wanted to touch me. No, you literally, they're scared of the shade and they'll like start attacking your hand. Um, but our friend Tavia got the same mantis and Drew and Tavia were told that because they're female mantises, they can't fly. And when we were at the convention, like Tavia took her mantis, whose name is Rena out and she took Rena out and Rena was fully fluttering wings, but they were like, oh, the Drew and Tavia were like, oh, she can't fly though. I was like, oh, okay. But she was fully fluttering her fucking wings. And when we left the convention, Tavia and uh, Tavia took her mantis out and had it on her arm. And we were walking to the car and mm-hmm. that shit literally fucking flew away. It flew away in the parking garage and like flew directly into a wall and fell to the ground. And we were like, oh. We were all in shock. Like we were walking and Tavia just goes, uh, what did she say? She was like. 
I, I didn't think she could fly. I didn't, I didn't know. They told me she wouldn't fly. And then it like, we all looked up and we saw this fucking praying mantis flying through the garage, hit the wall, fell to the ground. And we weren't in a rush. We were just like, oh, the bitch is right there. Like, we'll just walk up and get her. We walked over there and she was gone. Like she had like, fully, fully disappeared. Dead. And we looked under all the cars, like everywhere. And we looked for like 30 minutes. It was probably 105 in that parking garage. We were all sweating our yeah. asses off. It was off. like fucking humid in there. And I was like, no, like we have to find her. I was like, we, there's no way we don't find her. And then like literally 30 minutes passed. And we're like, dude, the bitch is gone. Like she's fully, <laughs> she's fully going to live her life in the parking garage. Like how sad is that? Um, and then like literally right as we were leaving, Tavia like looks up at the ceiling at this like crossbar and she fucking sees her mantis just like chilling on this wall. And she's like, wait, is that, that's her, right? And then I zoom up on the camera and, and I couldn't tell. And she was like, yeah, that's literally it. And so we She like her. ran, jumped on top of my car, got her, and now she's safe. But like... Tavia made a good point. Like, bitch, I got this shit because I thought it couldn't fly. Exactly. Like, I don't want it to start fucking flying around my room and shit. Um, That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, no, the the owner, or I mean, the girl who was selling them at the convention was like, I just literally let my mantises, like, roam. Like, they literally just, like, I'll let them free in my house for a week at a time, and they'll collect bugs, and then I'll call them or, like, be talking on the couch, and they'll come back to me. Like, they're literally, like, fucking dogs. It's so, I mean, I wish I could understand, like, how alive this thing is it like genuinely blows my mind it's like sentient like looking at it you're like oh that's literally a fucking bug but like no it like looks at you and shit it's so weird and it like dances to music you literally can't let it roam fucking free because azul Azul will eat the shit out of it eat the fuck out of this azul is such a pussy though like because when elisa had her lizard here (laughs) like actually azul isn't a pussy i think she's just like a freak. But does it make sense that a cat would go after crickets instead of a lizard? No, I think they should eat lizards 10 out of 10 over crickets. But Elisa's uh, gecko was in its cage. We, like, locked Azul away. Elisa set up the gecko's cage and, like, locked it in there. And we let Azul out because we were like, dude, Azul's going to freak the fuck out. And she literally just started laying by the cage. Yeah, she just, like, looked at it, smelled it, and was like, oh, okay. And like, like, no cat instinct. <laughs> but then she heard the crickets and she was freaking the fuck out. Like but I think because she heard the sounds. So she, like, knew it was a bug, but she couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. She likes bugs, I think. Yeah. So we should give her your bug. No, that's my girl. That's my girl, Goji. I love Goji. Um, But yeah, while everyone was at the VMAs, we went to the reptile convention and then we came home and we continued playing Mario Kart for, like, oh, the eighth hour. Oh, my God. I love Mario Kart and Mario Party so fucking bad. And... I shit on you. I know. It's so... I shit on you. Playing games with Drew is literally... See, this is like when we were talking about how you can't play fucking Catan with you. (laughs) Because not only... You cheat at Catan. You can't cheat at Mario Party. No. But you just fucking are the worst person ever. Insufferable. Drew winning is like... I've never wanted someone to lose so bad. And I win every time. And it's I, I prove I prove my haters wrong. Like <laughs> I, my haters are my motivators. Like literally My motivators. Exactly. They're my motors. Um but yeah, I just like without a doubt every single time fucking win. What is this bitch doing? I was going to say she I think she's having a hard time getting on the other side. <laughs> um but literally so if you've never played Mario Party, it's a game made for fucking kids. So it's like 
really motivated to make sure everyone feels like they're having a fair game. Yeah. Which never fucking works on me, apparently. I played against all computers last night and still got fourth place. <laughs> like, I always get third or fourth place. I don't know if I need to change the character I use. I use Monty Mole. I don't know if I need to change that or what. Drew always uses Shy Guy and always fucking wins. I just know. Without no, it's, a doubt. It's just like strategizing and it's literally not because and you have to you just have to like let it ebb and flow with the game and like just let it be and when you win you brag and make everybody mad and then they start making bad decisions the thing is even when he's losing he makes me pissed and he makes me like because at this point i know he's gonna win even if he's losing so i don't have an inch of hope when i'm playing that game literally that literally game is i'll like be a like hopeless fucking portal of doom for me you'll you'll be like miles ahead of me in the game like winning and i'll be like Ugh, i like i just like I don't feel good. Like, I don't even want to play this anymore. And then I come back and win. But every time... Or you're like, you're like, oh, I'm not even stressed because I'm going to win. Or or I'm like, ah, like, I just, like, haven't even been trying this game. (laughs) He makes you feel so stupid for winning, too. That's what makes it worse (laughs) is when you are winning. He's like, yeah, I just, like, feel bad for you. Like, why would I want to win a stupid little game? Yeah, like, at this point, like, it's so easy. Like, I don't have to win anymore. And he'll, we'll get to the end and he'll have zero stars and, like, three fucking coins. And I'll have, like, three stars and be like... Yes, I fucking won. And yep. then he gets three bonus stars and wins. I'm I almost just knocked your girl down. <laughs> she no, she's she's good. She can be upside down. Um, but yeah, I think like we're just different. Some girls go to the VMAs and walk the carpet, some girls play Mario Party for like the third hour in a row. Yeah. I need to stream it. I'm gonna stream it thursday night and it's also fucking crazy i'm like um, i'm gonna stream thursday night guys this is coming out on friday <laughs> it's also crazy because um it's all for me it's all avoiding reality i i realized oh, like oh say. i fully realized that like i am slipping <laughs> for once we're I'm both on the same path yeah yesterday i was literally like i was like it's because we didn't play mario party it's because <laughs> it hit eight o'clock and i wasn't sitting on the couch rotting into the middle playing mario party until 1 a.m no yeah i'm fully fully slipping into this scary scary uh depression um i feel good today but yesterday i i literally was yesterday rotting. You, you know when we're both in like a rut when all the lights on the ha- in the house are off yeah. all day yeah we like, didn't turn the lights on all day like we just existed in darkness Ugh. Yeah, it's. I feel better today though, but it's happening. You never know. It's happening. <laughs> I know. I I'm was manifesting like, it. I was like, I could either be like slipping into depression or wake up tomorrow feeling fine. But like, it's always like in the morning, I'm like, if I wake up and keep myself a little busy, I'm like, okay, I'm okay. And then this second it is nighttime and I have nothing. If I'm not distracted, I'm like, oh, um, why? what's the point (laughs) what's the point to all this the thing is like what's even more fucked up is i i think about this a lot and i don't know about for you but something about like i'm trying to think of how to word this because we were just talking about like the past two weeks how we were like yeah i feel literally nothing like i don't feel anything i feel very numb and it's all avoiding like that feeling yeah it's all like my brain like our brain's without us thinking twice about it i think going into like almost like defending mode of yeah like avoiding that feeling and just being like oh like i'm okay i just like don't know like i just don't care like i'm I'm not gonna put because for me it's like i don't if i think about it it'll become my reality i'm just gonna push it as far away as possible and just like 
do my silly little task in my video games until it hits full force, which is just like the worst advice ever. Um, yeah. But yeah, just uh, it's been happening the happening <laughs> the happening the big of the stink. depression i literally i do think christian was just asking the other day he was like oh do you guys think you have like seasonal depression and i was like i oh, know but then i thought about it and last year just like this year around this time it's always like i hit a wall and i'm like why do i feel like this and of course there are always like little things that i could be sad about whether it's like my fucking imposter syndrome attacking me or like any other. Oh my god! Literally, the imposter syndrome has been hitting. I know. I genuinely think that's why I feel this way. Like the past like two weeks is like fully just like not thinking highly of myself at all. Like seeing everybody do everything that I want to do and me not being able to do it because for reasons I don't understand. Also, like, just not being able to understand why I'm not in these positions is driving me insane. I mean, I understand, like, why I'm not because I literally don't fucking do anything ever. I know, but then it's like, it's like the idea where some people are like, the only, like, thing standing in your way is, like, you. And I'm like, no, because if I, like, think like that, then it becomes a perpetual cycle of, like, I'm I'm the the problem, I'm not enough, and I'm standing in my way. And it's like, dude, these are, like, as much as I like to think that I have control over my mood... I don't. It, it's like genuinely probably going to be something I battle for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And it's that's not me being like pessimistic and being like, this will never end. Because again, it ebb and flows. And sometimes it's like harder to deal with. And sometimes I like am so like consumed by my day to day life. And maybe I am in a good state that I it's it doesn't even cross my mind. And I'm like, oh, I could be like this forever. But that's like not true. And yeah. I think even for people who are depressed, like there's who don't deal with depression they have their own battles battle of something like that but it's just like a little more intense when it is depression because like depression is followed by like insecurity and like lack of motivation which fuels the insecurity which fuels the depression and it's like these like big vicious cycles yeah vicious cycles that are like much harder to get out of than you think and then Especially when you're in like a position where a lot of what you do is based on like you personally and how you portray yourself publicly, it becomes an even tougher game, especially when you see people who are really good at doing it, who maybe even express going through the same thing, then it can even fucking double down on how shitty you feel because you're like, damn, I know like... 80 people in this business who talk about suffering from like depression and anxiety and all these things but like how and and they're also not even medicated for it so it's like fuck and and they're still like doing it yeah they're still on top of the world and it's like uh, okay so this is just what i'm meant to be it's like (laughs) for lifers me and my depression are for lifers No, I had that thought today, or I think I put it on my Finsta story last night. I was like... We both posted on our Finsta stories at the same fucking girl, time. Girl, we were alone in our bedrooms in our fucking fields. I was like, I was like, please, God damn it. Like, I genuinely, like, this cannot be for life. Like, I literally, like, I this, this like, cycle of, like, like, highs and lows. Like, not even highs, just baselines and lows. Like, I just, I really cannot go through this. I mean, I literally am going to figure out a way to fucking deal with it or it'll just like fix itself or I'll literally be, do the smartest thing and fucking medicate myself. But yeah, I don't know. I just like was really, I was, can't 
do the like the like dips yeah all it's the time. so annoying but i i was like i think about this a lot because i find myself craving being like 14 to like 16 again or like 13 to 16 again really often not because i'm like i miss being a teenager or whatever but i'm like oh because i felt like such intense emotions through those ages but the intense emotions i felt weren't good it was like really really dark spots in my life and i like crave those moments but it's because like you get addicted. You get, yeah, addicted, you get addicted, to addicted to depression. To that feeling. And also, if you're somebody who's like really struggled with depression, you have this false sense of what being happy is. In your head, you're like, oh, like happiness. I'm sure when when I feel happiness, I'll know it because I'll, I'll be in the moment and I'll feel so fucking good and it'll like last for more than like a day. Days. And like, it'll be like, for like months i'm just every day i'm happy and i I don't feel like this and like this isn't a feeling i have to battle but then because like i think about it like a scale like i like to think like the most intense feelings i've ever felt were sadness and that's why it's really hard for me to feel good is Mm -hmm. because like my peak of emotions has been like this intense despair that most people especially by my age shouldn't have experienced so then when I'm in a moment where I'm like, this should be happy and like the most fulfilling moment for me right now at this age, it's not nearly as joyous or like as intense as that sadness was. So it's easy for me to feel like those moments are nothing. Yeah. Just like, which is f- fucked up. Like fully just being jaded to like yeah. ev- everything. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you caught a bug. Oh, no. My phone was falling. But yeah, like, I I find myself just, like, when I get into these, like, really low lows, like, that I'm, like, starting to, like, dip down into, like, it feels like I'm just, like, like, I'm not experiencing life at all like life is experiencing me i don't know how to word no, it no i know but like, it, it's it just literally like, you're going through like the motions i call like, it like survival mode yeah like, literally, exactly it's just like it's like okay. okay wake up eat stimulate brain go to bed and then that's like the three things that i like focus on throughout the day is like okay like i can't feel anything so like i'm gonna play video games all day and live in this fake reality all day until like i figure something out figure it out which is such a toxic cycle because you just like because when you're in when you're just not doing anything you're not doing anything to better yourself and like yeah Yeah, and once you're like leaning into it it's easier for it to consume you but like yeah you have no motivation to not do that and then again if you're someone who's struggled it like is almost appealing because it's just that comfort i was about to say yeah it's like like, when you're in a bad relationship and you know you should leave but it's like i have comfort here like i know this feeling exactly i was about to just say like and also it doesn't help that like it's so comfortable to just like lay in bed all day and be sad all day and like it's just like it's really is like an addicting feeling where like okay like i know that like i'm sad as fuck and i know how it feels to be sad as fuck and it's just like comfortable to be there like it's just like i it's familiar um yeah which is so fucked up like literally evil and i don't know it's like again it'll it's like something that passes but you know what like for me is the like when i get into these like funks me calling my depression a funk i'm like when i get into these funks 
Um, but when I get into it, probably the worst part for me personally is like those false highs I get from like work 9 p.m no from like 9 p.m to like 12 p.m is like randomly i'll get this spike of energy where i'm like that shit was fake like i don't feel like that anymore <laughs> like i feel so fucking good like i want to go out like i need to leave the house right now like yeah. I, I like need to get dressed i'm gonna put on an outfit i'm like and i'm like in this like false like almost delusion of uh. it being lifted and then I like just crash really hard by midnight and yeah, then I'm like back into it. You and wake like, up and the first thoughts are negative. Yeah. That's when like, it's fucked up. That's when it's fucked up is like literally when the very first thought in my brain when I wake up in the morning is just negative. It's like, like I, I, I always used to like, when I was like struggling with like my mental health, like in high school and shit, I was always like, girl, like shut the fuck up. Like, like the first like i don't want to get out of bed in the morning like no that's shit's corny like you have to get out of bed but genuinely like these past like two years that's like been like a very big part of like my depression is just like struggling first thing in the morning like the very first thought that enters my head is just like negative like it's just like it's either like negative like about my life or negative about like what i'm doing today or negative about the people around me or like just something yeah, like, like wanting that. to flake even if it's important and being yeah. like i don't care like i don't care if this doesn't work like the day we went to the reptile con- convention sorry um i literally woke up and i was like i don't need to go like yeah. i i like i'm doing this for what like i don't like i don't want to leave my bed i don't want to leave my room and then you know what's a fucked up thing that i feel like like depression can do to you is convince you that this is like a symptom of being like overworked or exhausted so like you your brain tricks you into being like you know what tomorrow i'm just gonna spend the whole day laying around not doing anything i took a photo today what just like literally like it's like you you haven't worked at all yeah like i haven't been doing anything if anything i like i need to, to like i need to find motivation to work so that I can have all these things that I like dream of, but it seems like such a big task. And then I like exhaust myself mentally from that weirdly, or I don't know. It's like, my brain is like, you need to rest. And I haven't done shit. I don't need to rest. Like I rest all night. I don't fucking need to rest. I don't need to spend a whole day resting, but like I get tricked by myself into doing that. And then it like spirals into something. And then next thing I know it's been five days and i like haven't showered for three days and i'm like sitting around like barely eating and i'm like oh oh this is this is i fell for it (laughs) this is not you got me you got me depressiana depressiana grande got me again (laughs) depressiana grande it's ariana grande's uh sister depressed um personality ego her other ego it's like how beyonce has uh sasha fierce Depressiana Grande. Grande. Um, It also doesn't help that my fucking therapist isn't in town. Mommy. I'll be a therapist. Shut the fuck up. I'll be it. Come on, talk to me. Come (laughs) on, talk to me, please. Open up to me. If a therapist did that, they would like be arrested. Can we do like a fake therapy session where I'm your therapist? But don't talk about anything real. Yeah, okay. Um, You want to know how they always start? Mm -hmm. What's on your mind? No, that's not how it ever goes. Fine. It's like <laughs> I just have, like obvious signs of someone who has not been in no, a therapy. No, I have session. been to therapy in my high school years. Not just as had an adult. A, a gnarly situation with that, so I just avoided it. Um, but yeah, therapy is the best thing I've ever done for my life. Like literally, I buy so much stupid shit, and like 
I was thinking about it this morning when I was putting my shoes on. I was like, this is one of the best like purchases I've made because I like didn't really want it, but like I wear these shoes every single day and that's exactly how I feel about therapy. Is this one of those things that I was like, I didn't want to do it. People were telling me to do it and I really didn't want to do it, but I did it and now like I literally cannot. I genuinely don't know who the fuck or where the fuck I'd be right now if I didn't start therapy. Six feet under. Oh, you'd be <laughs> in the grave. <laughs> You'd be dead. No, but I was, like, really bad. Like, I needed one so bad. Like, I was... I wasn't, like, a bad person or anything, but, like, I, I, like, can't believe I was... Functioning like that. Functioning without one. Yeah, I was, like, so... Whatever. That's a different conversation. <laughs> um, But, so, they always go like this. It's, like, hi, and I'm, like, hi. And then it's, like, a moment of silence because I literally never know. I've been doing it for, like, almost three years, and I never know how to start She's like, hey. And she's like, hey. how are you? And I'm like, uh, oh, I'm good. This is, this is, this is. Like, and then I just like say all these you like ramble. things. Yeah. And then she like is. I, dude, I talk so much in therapy. Like, it's always like, uh, uh, actually, go ahead. Like, speak. Because, but I do that in every conversation. Yeah. I like always am talking. It's like actually something I'm so embarrassed of. <laughs> you got a lot on your mind. No, I just have a big fucking mouth that I need to <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> especially in, in our podcast scenario i find myself i'm like i'll literally be like going and realize i've been talking for four minutes straight and drew has not gotten a word <laughs> and then i'll just like get really quiet but i'm bad at picking what time to get quiet yeah <laughs> like, like I, I don't do a good job of passing over the conversation i fully go through every single thought that could be had about the topic and then i'm like and then you Good take luck. my topics that I wanted to talk about and then run 14 miles with them. Dude, and I'm you, like, oh. You know what it is, too, is because we plan out the topics and then my brain is like just on full, like, remember to say it, remember to say it, remember to say it. So I have to say it because if I don't, like, it will be gone forever. Yeah. Um. Hi. <laughs> Therapy bit. Go. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, you the oh, therapist? Wait, am I the therapist? <laughs> I'll be the therapist. Okay. We have to we have to train Drew into going back to therapy because he's had a traumatizing event with therapy. <laughs> and like you need to like you need to know that it, it can be a safe space. Okay. But that's probably the only time in my life I've had luck is getting a really good therapist on my first job. You got Azul. He's a pretty boy. He's really pretty. He was a piece of shit he for sucked. like a year and a half. He was the worst cat ever. Okay, I'll be the therapist. Uh, wait, is this our first session or like have we been like doing this for a while? Um, this is our first session. Okay. <laughs> hi. <laughs> is that how you would say hi in your first session? I'd be like, what up? <laughs> I'd be like, what's up? Hi, you sound straight. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack there. Should we go in there now or what? Should we do an hour or what? Should we start an hour later? Um, all right. Um, hi, um. So, what brings you in? You said in your email to me that this is your first time coming back to therapy in quite some time. Um, was there anything that maybe sparked that interest? I just don't believe in therapists. You know, you may find that a lot of clients of therapists walk into it with that feeling because there is such a harsh stigma on therapy and there are many people like yourself who have had um, negative interactions with therapists. But I would like you to know that a part of this journey, it would be my job to make sure that you feel comfortable and safe in this space that we're creating together. Well, I like being touched. 
<laughs> I like being held and comforted physically. Can you do that for me? Sadly, um, that is not something I'm capable of doing. Sing- okay. Um, he obviously is a narcissist with like self-loathing. <laughs> I just start saying <laughs> random shit. You start talking to the therapist, starts talking to herself. Dude, I literally, I was actually talking to my therapist about how I think the words being thrown around on the internet are so funny because it's like a 14 year old being like, actually, I believe that this is like signs of being a self-loathing narcissistic. Like, yeah, y'all shouldn't know that. Act. Like literally get off your goddamn iPhone. <laughs> like, get off your iPhone. Put and your iPhone to, down and just like text go to a high back. school. Go to a high school football game. Right? <laughs> like, enjoy yourself there without being so introverted. Not introverted, but, like, introspective, introspective. And, like, thinking everyone is looking at you. Because no one gives a fuck. Literally, no one gives a fuck about you. <laughs> like, I was that person in high school that, like... Not in a way that it's, like, you're useless or anything. But, like, literally, it's, like... You know what it is. People you know, spend more time thinking about themselves than they do thinking about I was you. about to say... What it is, is especially, I don't know if this is for everybody, but for me, the reason why I was so goddamn insecure was because I was the person judging everybody around me for what they did. Like everything, every move that someone made, every, so, everything someone said, like whatever it was, like I was, I was the judgmental person. And then that made me believe everyone was doing the same thing to me, when in reality, no one is looking at you and having these thoughts. And if they are, that's their fucking own problem. So, like, yeah, literally. literally, I don't know. I, take with that what you will. Like, stop being so judgmental and you'll stop being so insecure. And that's what worked for me is I stopped looking at other people and giving a shit. And that's perfect. I think it's literally just also... Don't... Unless your life goal is to be, like, a therapist or a psychiatrist or work in the, like, that department, you're going to have a very hard time going through life if you look at everybody and start throwing on these labels. And yet, and diagnosing them. When in reality, like, most people you meet will have flaws. Everyone you meet will have flaws. Not saying that, like, if you genuinely believe somebody is, like, an awful person and, like, doing bad things to you that you should like butt through and be like well they had a hard life or whatever not don't do that yeah don't give them excuses but don't look at your high school friends unless they're like genuinely being like morally corrupt to you and like hurting you if your high school friend is like maybe not super open about like their feelings or like doesn't like give the most in a friendship like y'all yeah. are so high schoolers i was like a i personally gave nothing to yeah my no friends. one knew like, nothing about me yeah like i literally not even until i moved to la did i even start to kind of open up to my friends this just sparked a crazy thought in my brain but like i see a lot of comments like on whether it's our videos josh's videos your videos the podcast dana's videos whatever it is like i wish i had friends like this like I like I long for like friendships like this. Like when I was y'all's age, I didn't have friends like this. Yeah, like, we did not have this. Just like literally like as you mature and get older, you start developing these relationships with people that have similar interests to you. And like there's always time to make like fucking long term relationships. But like I only fuck with two people from my high school experience. Like and that's Hunter and Tag. Like those are my ride or dies. Like those are the two like people from high school that like know almost everything about me. Like those are the two people. But we didn't start getting close until after high school. Like I was friends with them in high school, but we didn't know each other until after high school. And I think that's just like a th- a thought to have in mind. Like obviously, don't 
stop putting yourself out there and like trying to make these connections but yeah i like i i can't speak from experience because i didn't have i can't speak from the experience of what having close friends in high school how that can benefit you but i didn't have that and i it never but i guess the difference was it never bothered me because i almost I knew I wouldn't be able to because like I had such a busy and like strict home life like I like didn't get to go out with friends because like my dad was just like always worried about us getting involved in shit and like Mm -hmm. he didn't want that to happen and also on top of everything like we had younger siblings and my parents worked all the time so I was always home watching my younger siblings like there was so much happening in my personal life that I like couldn't make time for that and I also did not crave that at all for some reason like I was I think I've always been like a really funny mix in YouTube of like being very extroverted but not actually like yeah. it, it, it's like this like facade of like I I guess maybe it's different for us because like I think I've I don't know how to say this without being mean but like I think we work really well together in social settings, but I think apart, maybe I like can be solo in social settings a little better than you. Yeah, 100%. Um, And like, I've always done a good job of like, I think that's why I like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel so much is like, I like see myself in that character a little bit of like being able to get in front of a crowd and like really thriving off of like attention and making strangers laugh and like talking to random people and stuff like that but i would never go out of my way to do that like and i've never been like that i've never been someone to go out of my way to be put in a social setting or like social social situation as i've gotten older i've tried to do that but as a high school i literally could not give a fuck about having friends because for me personally i was dealing with so much like mental so so much mental like frustrations and like like my depression and like family life and all this stuff that the last thing I wanted was like to one get a random high schooler involved with my life even though I was a high schooler I didn't want to get anyone involved and like I wasn't a very open person so I was like all of my friends were very school based Mm. and even in school I wasn't very social because again I, I just couldn't give a fuck I'm like that's another thing to be said um is like all these like friendships and relationships you have now like like i'm only speaking to like young younger people um because it is a completely different and also it's a different experience for everybody but like these relationships that you have now are kind of like forced upon you like yeah like they're just circumstantial um friendships and whatever and like you'll find your people like when you start living life actually Um, whether that's like before college after i mean during college or like even after like that's when yeah, you'll find even in college you're still in a position where like these are people who are like available to you and you make the best out of those situations and not to say you can't find good friends out of, situation, be out of those situations because i have like cyrus sicard like yeah. like i know a bunch of people from high school who i'm still like not the closest to but i, I like still like hold those relationships close to my heart because i'm like those people but even that was different because like those are like some of the people who I actually was emotionally vulnerable with but even that was after high school like after high school I built those relationships and like after I had myself figured out a little more I was able to turn back and be like these are relationships that I like love and like want to cater to it's just like dude you're a kid like you don't you have all your life to make friends and I know that maybe that's not 
what you want to hear what you want to hear especially if like the one thing you're craving is that social like connection but it, it's also just like harder when there's social media involved because when we oh were God. 15 we weren't seeing like groups like ours like we're the same age as most of the other like friend groups on the internet right now so like and i think a lot of people because we look young it's easy to like or i don't know i guess i i don't know how like our viewers view us but in my head sometimes i feel like like most of our audiences are age i feel like most of them at least like the like analytics on my video like say that they're like older um which is awesome yeah i feel like maybe because it's like like they grew up with us which is so fucking cool yeah but i what i was trying to say is like it's easy to to like believe that you guys should have friends like we do but you all have you also have to think about the odd fucking circumstances me drew and our friends fell into it 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 really is not common and it's also really not that common to have friend groups like ours no It's, it's just it is a very not to be like we're so fucking special because we all have our issues and shit but i've met many many people who are in friend groups who do not function the way we do and we just like Josh said it perfectly one time where he was like, in a weird way, I think we were all like, without realizing it, looking for the same thing in a group of people. And we just got lucky and like yeah. fell together. Yeah. Um, so really don't even like think you can have this. Because yeah, it's unattainable. <laughs> like we're unobtainable. Like everything we do and say is just like, you can't have it. And that's why we'll be hosting the Emmys. Yes, that's our announcement for this podcast is we're hosting the 2022 <laughs> Emmys. So, so excited. <laughs> we're being dressed by Derek Glasgow. What's his okay, name? Derek. Okay, why the fuck hasn't Derek hit us up? I know, like, why hasn't Mark Jacobs hit us up to again to send us yeah to send us mr out. mark marky mark. mark we're thinking of you we're the mark barbies like did you forget about <laughs> we're us we're gonna have a, a picture of mark up on the wall for the next episode and <laughs> like, someone from the team is gonna send it to me he's gonna be like no 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 take it down blow I'm them up i'm gonna go to heaven and steal down. one of the pictures of him <laughs> from just under from the... under the glass and like put it up like how the fuck do they have that why um, do they have that? Derek Glasgow. That's not his name. No, it's probably like <laughs> Blasberg or some shit like that. From what? Louis or uh, Fashion YouTube. Derek. Let me know. Um, we, we act like we've even like touched on Fashion YouTube. That's, that's why we're not. That, no, that's me. This entire week, I'm like, I'm struggling with like, okay, like I want to be there, but what have I contributed to the fashion space at all? I mean, I'm serving looks today. Like I'm giving like what was supposed to be gave. Like I hit the yeah. I think what it is is because we both like l- are like feel confident about the way we dress, so we just believe we should be there. But that's literally everybody on planet Earth. Like we are no different. Like I don't. I think you should be like I should not be in any of those spaces. But bitch, you have influenced the younger generation of fashion so much more than any like i will say it with my fucking chest than any other fucking person on the internet period what happens is these other bigger creators um and influencers see the way you're dressing mimic it tone it down take it for their own and they get the credit but i mean that's just my point of view on it and i'm biased because i love you and i don't think you get the credit you deserve but 
Thank um, you. You don't have to take that. You can completely deny it and be like, yeah, you're completely wrong. I, I, I don't know. I think like at this point, I'm just like the internet is so big and I don't. It's gone beyond. It's it's beyond me. So I don't know if like I have. I don't know. It, it's that weird thing of like, I'm not trying to sit here and be like, oh, I, I do things. I, I, I don't know. I, I just think I don't fucking care. I just like, and, and I'm, I don't, I don't know that I care about wanting flowers for anything because a lot of shit I do is like, I'm not doing it with the intention of being like, of course, sometimes when I post something, I'm like, oh, I, I just got this. I should post it so that like, I don't know, like that's Maintain part of being an influencer. It's like, yeah, you like, you do a lot of, I, I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. I get very nervous about talking about this because I think like every big influencer is like doing their own thing in a way, but like obviously we're all being inspired by very similar things and then and being inspired by each other even. Um, so it like kind of bounces off, but then you get into like the thing of like everybody wants to say who did this and who did that. And then it becomes like this weird anger thing. Like it's no longer a thing of like, I, right. be- I got this from this person. It's like, Someone could be like, oh, I got this from Enya. And then someone who doesn't like me could be like, fuck her. Like, I didn't get it from her. Fuck her. Like, it's mm-hmm. just like all this like rage. But thank you very much. And I like am very like flattered when people are inspired by me. But yeah, I don't know that I'm like necessarily catering anything to the world ever. So I'm just like, I don't like, I, I just want to be places. Like, I just want to go out. Just invite us. Just like, invite us. Just invite us. We're like, just invite us. And then the... Every time we talk about going to an event, we're like, we got belligerently drunk. We stole something. (laughs) We're evil. We're obnoxious. I'm a demon. Kill me. Slay me. Slay Um, me. Yeah, I just like, bitch, let me go. (laughs) Here I go. Invite me, please. Here I go. Bitch, here I go. Um, What else is there to talk about? I was going to say something else and then I completely forgot. But I think we, I don't know. Is this our first, like, serious episode where we talk about something like that? I don't know. We should put a trigger warning in the beginning, though. Mm-hmm. We should be like, um... Depression, depression. Depressiana Grande is yeah, mentioned. It, it's always, like, like, I, I never... I've found, and I talk about this in, like, a YouTube video that I want to post, but I find... I'll say it here, too. Um, I find that, like... As I, I don't know that I'm necessarily growing as like an influencer anymore again, but that's like my imposter syndrome. I like literally think by each year I'm like less and less important and hopefully by like the age 25, I'll just be like nothing to everybody. And we can move away. And I'll go like live in the fucking villages. I'll go live in the pilgrimage. Um, I obviously don't actually want that. I would like to be successful and like be like an actress or some shit at some point, but whatever. Um, as I like get older on the internet i don't know that i've ever been super super open like i i think i've done a good job of being like very expressive and serious about where i'm at in my life and the things i've experienced without being so vulnerable that i feel like everybody knows everything about me Mm -hmm. but as i got i've gotten older i've realized that i really cling on to the idea of privacy because i am not that as open as I've become, I'm not that open of a person and I don't like people knowing everything about me. Even like people I'm very close to, like I like, I like save a bit of myself in like every interaction I have. And as I get older, it's weirdly harder to be a person on the internet for me. 
because I feel like I'm like giving less and less of myself, which makes me feel like people are less and less intrigued with the idea of like keeping up with me because yeah, the thing I used to give was like myself. Yeah, that's like something I've been like over the last two years, just like completely just being unrelatable like not on purpose i just like or kind of on purpose like i don't want people to know to know these things and i think that's like a huge part of being an influencer though is being relatable and like um being vulnerable and whatever yeah i just like i'm yeah i'm i have a hard time with i just want to be uber a-list celebrity everyone knows everything about me even if i don't want them to and then but i also have 80 million dollars and can retire for the rest of my life and never say anything to anybody and just let people's opinions fester about me see i want like the complete opposite but kind of like i just want to be like solid enough and grounding and in life and feel like i can do that whatever i want oh i don't want that <laughs> I, I was like i was like that was really off the wall and like probably the most like i was like we learn something new every day no i genuinely want to win the lottery and disappear that's my goal i just want to be able to like create oh my god i haven't been manifesting that recently <laughs> Actually, I need to start manifesting that. You like, were trying to manifest you winning the lottery since 2018, and you did it for two years, and it didn't happen. I just I haven't thought. been buying lottery tickets. That's the thing. I don't know if y'all know this about me, um, but I in my like lifetime, somewhere in my lifetime, I will win the lottery, and there's no way around it. It will be. It's just in my cards. I truly believe that it's in my cards um and eventually it'll happen it'll become a reality and i'll be rich overnight and y'all never see me again i'll just move away and yeah that's gonna be my new life i'll probably buy like i don't know where i'd probably live in the french Parisian countryside i'd probably buy a chateau you out always there. say that and it pisses me off because i don't want you to live in france because our time difference and like how long it would take me to get to france would like destroy our relationship if that's what happens, that's what happens, man. For anything for my sheep. Anything for my sheep. My sheeple. You're a fucking sheeple. Damn, all the people getting vaccines, y'all are sheep. You're you're Sherpson. Y'all are that's sheep. A sheep person. Um But yeah, I literally I don't fucking know, man. I could I could talk about this forever. But yeah, I guess also I've said this before, it's like I got a therapist now, so I'm like I don't feel the need to like be on Twitter. Express myself like that openly, although I know like it was a safe space for people, but I don't know as i've gotten older i'm like that's not my job not even that because i i like like doing it and not that it's like become embarrassing but i'm just like again i like to reserve that for myself and i also i never want it to be like a situation of people who look at my life and maybe want to be where i'm at and like people who maybe look in and feel like i have everything they want and see that I'm still struggling mentally, I don't want that to be ever, um, like, what's it called? Not disappointing, but, like, like, just them being like, if the, if she can't have it all, if she has it all and, like, still feels like that, what's the point of me going on? Like, I never want that to be, like, the way it's Oh, registered. that's literally just, like, brain chemistry shit. Your brain is off not everyone's is <laughs> come on girl everybody feels like this man but yeah i don't know but again i i also understand that seeing someone like in me and drew's position and knowing that we still struggle could also be 
um, like calming for your brain and feel good. You, Drew's literally getting ready for his fucking media and that's why he's like not saying anything because he's looking through his goddamn letterbox right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh stupid. yeah. Stupid. All right. Um, with all that being said. Woo, that was a doozy, man. I know. We started off so fun and then it got like episode. hella quiet. Deep episode. Let us know if you like that. But if you don't like it, don't fucking say shit because I'll slap the fuck out of you. Yeah. Um... Keep your negative criticisms and thoughts to yourself at all times. I genuinely believe that. Like, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. No, sometimes I, I, I like to be told if something I'm doing is stupid. I like need that because I like. Oh, maybe I don't because I always think what I'm doing is stupid. So maybe the last thing I need to be told is like, yeah, reinforcing that. Yeah, you're right. You're dumb. Are you gonna go first or are you gonna fucking like sit there forever, bitch? I don't know. I haven't watched anything. I don't have anything. We watched the arrival together. Oh, yeah. Arrival. Yeah. Or, wait, did we talk about that in the last episode? No. <gasps> Maybe we, we did. We did. I think we did. Did we? Um, okay, I'm going to say... Dude, I think I, like, said these movies in my last fucking... In the last episode. I talk, Yeah, because I talked about The Farewell. I talked about Arrival. I don't know if I talked about Letter Room. But I need to watch Marriage Story because the guy from Letter Room is in it. What's his name? Adam Driver. Elvira? Adam Wait, Driver. Wait, is this the same guy? No, not... No, you're thinking of marriage... Oh, did I already said marriage story? I, I meant to say, like, it's like... It's... The, fuck. Sorry, I'm like... I, I can't think of the Girl, name of the what? movie. <laughs> it's fucking... It's like a look into a marriage or something. It's like not... It's marriage... Story? No. Bruh. Bruh. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't think of the name. Wait, guys. Marriage HBO Max. It's like on HBO Max. Scenes from a marriage. I need to see scenes from a marriage. Okay, no. Oscar Isaac is so fucking sexy. Like, he literally is so sexy. Yeah, see, Oscar Isaac is in this. Is in the letter room, too. Uh... He looks so fucking sexy in it. And then he looks so... He's just sexy. Um, but I need to see that movie, but I saw The Letter Room and he was in that. And not only is he sexy, but it's good. And it's a short film and it's like 30 minutes long and he's so sexy. And it's like specifically just him in the whole movie. So it's just watching like a sexy man be sexy. Ooh, nice, 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 nice. Oh, and I started Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and I literally fucking love it. And I'm already on season two and they're in Paris right now. Um, spoiler, but I want to go so fucking bad. Um, and I'm going to die. Mark Jacobs, fly us out to Paris. (laughs) <laughs> shut up go go for your thingy um okay well since i didn't watch really anything um watch um i just have a bunch of movies and some i don't feel comfortable suggesting because they're really gnarly um do you want me to say my music yeah um okay Here's my music. Oh, fuck. I, I, like, literally can't remember what I said last week, so I'm scared I'm gonna repeat, but City Moon by Flux. Yeah. City Moon by Flux. That whole album is really fucking good. Um, I'm just so different, and I listen to, like, uh, like artists on Spotify with, like, no fucking followers. Ooh. So I'm just really different. And then, hmm. I like... 
am still such a bitch and I'm like gatekeepy okay. as fuck and it's so annoying because I like don't want to do that. But I love Blossom Deary so fucking much and I, as I was listening to Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, they used one of her songs and I was like, oh my god, I love this so much. And then I realized that Marvelous Mrs. Maisel uses like a Blossom Deary mm-hmm. song in every single episode and it's literally everything I've ever wanted. A show about a fucking female comedian remember when i told you to watch it and you ignored me yeah i know and sometimes like i just ignore people and it's good for them like it's good it it, like reinforces you that the things you say as a man are unimportant and that's why i do it wow um (laughs) seriously what the heck um what the heck is wrong so yeah any blossom deary song but baby you're my kind and hey john are my favorite right now um saving all my love for you um was it like in my shadows everything on the blossom deary um sings album is so you have been listening good. to that so much yeah i know sunday afternoon i'm shadowing you sunday. somebody is that new. sunday afternoon um and yeah i'll let's stop there with music fact by bags by rufus and chaka Tom. And, that's yes. and like, because I've been re-listening to that. But yeah, I, I could go on about music forever. I'm kind of a nerd. <laughs> She's a music nerd. <laughs> um. Okay, so my movie that I say y'all should, or that I want y'all to go watch is House 1977. Work it, the house. house. Oh, let me see the cover. Is this um, the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yes, work um, it, the house. Oh. I think it's like the perfect horror movie ever made. It's like oh. kind of campy. It's like... It's it just it's awesome. it's just really really good and it's like a great start to October spooky yeah, it's spooky I was, season I was just about to say um, <laughs> and yeah it was just done really well and if I mean I'm sure literally everyone listening has probably seen it because it's like so known but um, go check it out if you haven't it's House 19 it's the name of it is House but to find it put 1977 um, and then my music for the week is Less Talk, More Rock by Freeze Pop, um, Botanic Panic by Christopher um, Magdalene, Madigan, Madigan. Um, it's from the Cuphead soundtrack. And then... I literally didn't look at what you were looking Touch It by Busta Rhymes. Because <laughs> I love the intro. Touch It, bang it. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, is that it? Touch it, bang it, bang it, bang it, Yep, that's my media for the week. Go put it in your playlist. Put it on your watch list. Get into it, yeah. Get into it, yeah. Oh, also, final note: Doja Cat is a fucking born to be pop. She song. is the next. I mean, she's already she the already it girl, it. but she will be solidified in human, or she'll be like in human history. Yeah, she'll she'll be around forever. She can perform. She can make a fucking hit. There's not a she's there's funny. there's not many people out right now that I can say that about. But with my whole chest, Doja will be iconic she's forever. She's full pop star. Like yeah. Fully. All right. Bye. Peace out.